0: Hello and welcome to the Evid Star Venture Podcast. Today we have with us one of our startups from the Western Balkan region, Lazar from LoopDune. Lazar, thanks so much for being here with us today. Can you please introduce yourself to us and a little bit more about LoopDune?
1: Thank you for the invitation to join this podcast, and it's my pleasure to do so. My name is Lazar and actually my background is a civil engineer that finished in entrepreneurship actually. And how to say I'm six years in this like startup ecosystem and and building companies. The first adventure was an online language school that was actually the first one from Europe operating in Asian countries. And it was a bit of success. So In about three years, I made some kind of exit and there were some issues with the legal part of doing business in China and so on. And for the last three years, I'm a part of Loop as a co-founder and a follower of a bigger vision of, of, of my teammates and shareholders. So in short, that is something about me. Aside of that, there were many trainings, many uh academies, many workshops, uh, education, MBAs and so on, but I hope all of that helped us bring Loop where it is at the moment and where it will be in, in no time actually. And about Loop, Loop is actually a digital platform that connects the job seekers and the companies and matching them in in a really uh, unique way because we are actually a hybrid between uh, job portals and the traditional HR agencies. What I mean about that, it means that we originate from the biggest HR company in the world and our main shareholder and owner is actually a chairman of Manpower Group, SEE. And loop is actually a spin-off and a digitalized product of how would traditional HR agencies transform their businesses in the future. So that's that's something that we do. And in actually less than let's say two and 2.5 years, we came to some nice numbers. We paid some really expensive mistakes and here we are. I hope I answered the, the question.
2: Thank you so much, Lavar. Yes, perfectly answered. Can you tell us a little bit more about how has... Well, first of all, what made you decide to start Loop? How did the idea come to you? And then also how Loop has grown since its founding here?
1: Uh, okay, so as, as I said, Good question. Definitely. As I said, the vision and the core idea comes from our main founder who gathered the team of, I like to say, top performers from different areas. And there was our main shareholder, Alexander, and another guy who covers the tech. And there was me who needs to pull out, pull out the entire business in, in terms of architecture, business development, uh, forming the idea from a paper to a software, etc., And there were two more team members. Is that uh, because it was obvious and it is still obvious that traditional HR agencies in any market you choose cannot give uh, good results because they depend only on consultant activities. And on the other hand, the regular job boards depend on their uh, brand awareness and how many candidates will apply for the job where in the end, uh, the companies and uh, internal HR of the companies need to find the best uh, team members by themselves from all the candidates that applied. So the the vision and the idea was to form a system that will allow uh, experts in HR domain to do the best part of the job, which is a selection process, but to use and leverage the uh, all available technology to uh, for attraction of the candidates, and then to do a selection of them for the uh, for the companies. And basically, that is the idea behind and a reason why we started Loop. And in the end, the obvious reason why we started Loop is that in Loop, if, with five full uh, on board and the HR consultants, you can do a job of. Let's say forty or fifty recruiters doing a job in traditional HR agency. So the ROI and the reason why is is simple.
0: In your journey, how has the star venture program and mentorship helped you?
1: It's it's also an interesting story, and people who know me know that I'm extremely stubborn. The quitting is not in my vocabulary. So even before we launched Loop officially. We applied for a Star Venture program. It was like two and a half year or three years ago, uh, and we didn't pass into the program because it, it, we even didn't have a homepage, on, not even a software uh, operational. But even back then, we have received some support from Star Venture in form of like some mini grant for advisory services that we used to to like create our business plan and business model with laser precision, actually. And using this small grant, we have formed the business model that it is active now. And two years after, actually beginning of this year, I think we have decided to apply again for the Sarah venture and it was a good decision definitely because we we passed and now we're here.
2: So what would you say throughout this whole process of starting loop at applying to the program and everything where did where, what or who was your biggest inspiration?
1: That's 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 hard. I didn't check all the questions before. Uh, Who or what was my biggest inspiration? Okay, I I say like this, my biggest inspiration came from the validation of our service until that moment since i'm a civil engineer or entrepreneur in the hr business maybe i was not fully aware of the potential and it's not uh, i'm not ashamed to say, say that uh, but after the validation of our service and the success rates that we have now the motivation and enthusiasm grew, grew and let's let's say that is something that i find inspiring for me to to keep on and to push the loop ahead
0: In your introduction, you mentioned you learned from many big mistakes, and I've been dying to to ask this (laughs) follow-up question on what has been your biggest mistake so far, and what did you learn from it?
1: Should I choose a yearly or monthly or quarterly? I can, I can pick a mistake yeah. from, from any part of the business. And that's actually something that, that helps us grow. Okay, a biggest mistake. Maybe the biggest mistake, mistake I will say in, in my name actually, was maybe launching too early without enough uh, let's say investigation and testing of the product but that is also contradictory of that like a regular startup uh, a quote better start than wait but maybe that was one of the biggest mistakes start too early because it was very expensive stress and time consuming to get to the point where you have a functional software and functional mvp and we launched the product in May, 2021, but almost until August, 2021, we burned some money in getting early adopters, getting candidates. And then we realized that our tokens for registration on the portal doesn't work. We have serious bugs, et cetera, et cetera. So that was one of the, the big mistakes. Another mistake that I actually find mutual for the entire core team was that maybe we had some mistakes in hiring or let's say defining the members for the core team and let's let's say that we actually solved and survived all of our mistakes they they left consequences but the startup is all about that survive all the mistakes make better decision next time and just move forward
0: and on the more positive side, can you tell me what was your breakthrough moment? What was like your biggest success so thus far?
1: Well, actually, the most positive thing is close to the, these negative things. The most positive things were that we located and saw these mistakes and actually found solutions for them. So that is actually the biggest wins that we had, and to move from from making mistakes and create benefits for the business, that was the best. But the the most crucial things were, let, let's let's say like this in in from let's say January, 2020, 2022 to September, 2022, we, it's a short period of time, I think less than nine months, we were able to refactor and redesign our entire portal and software and brought the, all the performances of the portal on a really high level. And uh, the result from that was a, a real scale in in number of clients and candidates. So every and each month we had uh, some movements and every and each month was better than the previous one, both in terms of revenue, the number of users, the number of companies uh, coming to our portal and everything else that, that comes on its way.
2: Great, thank you so much for sharing that with us, lizar it's great to see that we all can learn from our mistakes and even sometimes our biggest achievements. So my next question would be, what would you say are the challenges faced when founding a business in emerging market? How do you or how did you overcome these?
1: thanks also for this question well i think the challenge not only for emerging markets but any market where you start where you uh, open a startup is uh, maybe uh, not taking enough information from the market and from the users and being in love with your idea of uh, the product and what is a perfect solution for for the market i find that really uh, that can be really challenging because if you don't listen to your customers Maybe you're creating a product that nobody will use. And especially for the emerging markets, because every mistake made in these markets can be very expensive. And we all know what kind of problems we face here. Limited funds, expensive everything, and so on. So maybe the biggest challenge is being in love with your idea and not being able to change yourself, change the product not of course fully change your vision and product but slightly moderate it slightly change the the some things just to adapt to your to your market and once you realize that and if you are fast enough to do that then you can start moving again forward and overcome the obstacles
0: as an entrepreneur i'm sure you have a lot of crazy stories so i want to ask what's your craziest story that you have for us
1: this okay. this is the part where, where i can speak a lot <laughs> okay well as an entrepreneur i will not focus only on loop i will focus maybe on the previous startup as well well there was times where you your cash flow you cannot uh, f- find enough enough money to keep the engine moving and actually the craziest thing i did at one point was uh and definitely something that I not suggest to anyone is like going into a personal debt and taking a credit to finance the business in a phase that is showing that business is not going well. So it's like a gambler who is taking the money and borrowing money to take themselves out of the, the pit. But actually that move, I don't know how, luckily it was a good move, but the chances for survival was less than two or 3%. And getting as a, in a personal depth, it's it's something that is really crazy another thing that 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 i can say is like uh, building a business inside the business and it is like creating additional revenue streams that takes out your family time takes out your time for yourself and trying to find and build a revenue stream so you can find your your core business and that those are some things that that are really energy consuming and time consuming, and I don't suggest it to <laughs> to to anyone. Definitely,
2: <laughs> I think a lot of startups will take that take this valuable piece of advice out of our podcast today. So, Lazar, up next, we have our three super fast questions. Okay. So. Do not be intimidated by the super fast questions at all. No need. What we will be doing is I have three questions, which I would like you to answer either in one word or one sentence, if possible. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Perfect. So, number one, what is your favorite book and why?
1: Let's say The Wolf of Wall Street, but not in a, like a commercial popular way, but uh, of, uh, because of the reason what people are uh, able to do in terms of getting profits and how creative they can be to overcome the obstacles. Not in a positive way, but uh, something that can open your, your vision to a wider picture.
2: Great. Second question. What has helped you most during your journey as an entrepreneur? Uh, I, I,
1: I think the place where I'm from, because people from Balkans are extremely stubborn, extremely resilient and uh, we go with our heads through, through the walls. And that's one thing that I believe uh, helped me the most aside of support from partners and, and shareholders, which also kept me moving forward.
2: Fantastic. So for our last question, I would like you to imagine a big billboard with one piece of advice written to all entrepreneurs, including yourself what would that be?
1: I would say success is directly proportional to the level of sacrifice you're willing to put into anything you're doing.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much, Lazar. So everyone listening, there you heard it. You've got our advice. You got Lazar here telling you a little bit more about his story. And once again, Lazar, this brings us to the end of our podcast. And I would like to thank you again for being here today and for sharing your experiences.
1: Thank you a lot for inviting me.